Stand Up For The Truth is sponsored by Lakeshore Communications Incorporated and made possible by your generous tax-deductible donations at StandUpForTheTruth.com slash donate. This is Stand Up For The Truth, a packed hour of challenging discussion addressing important issues and topics affecting Christians across the nation. Join the conversation via email at comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Now, David Fiorazzo. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you for tuning in. We're getting right to our guest today, Pastor Matt Truella, Mercy Seat Christian Church, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, founder of the pro-life organization Missionaries to the Preborn, and author of the book The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate. Matt, welcome back to Stand Up for the Truth. Good to be with you, David. Thank hey, you. Thanks for your time today. Uh, first of all, an update on your ministry, Missionaries of the Preborn. Since Roe v. Wade was overturned, we haven't had you on. Um, if you, what are some changes that you might uh, be able to share with us? Well, every death camp in the state shut down the day after the Dobbs opinion was released. Praise be to God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so we've been monitoring that and um, going to the death camps. It looks like the one of the two in Milwaukee is going to be selling their building. Wow. Of course, Planned Parenthood Planned Parenthood's going to be continuing. Of course. Um, but we go there and um, still to see if they're trying to um, still continue to murder the preborn. They are not. Hmm. And they are pointing people down to Illinois and, of course, on the western side of the state over to uh, Minnesota to murder their sons and daughters in those states. Because hmm. we're, like, surrounded with pro-abortion states. You got yep. Michigan on top of us. You got Illinois below us and Minnesota next to us. Um, but in Wisconsin, I think, David, the preborn are the most protected anywhere in America, in our state. We, we have no exceptions. Um, Plan B, all the places I've checked, you know, Walgreens, Target, where I know they used to have it, where you can murder your own preborn child through chemicals, um, have all been removed from the shelf. There wow. are no exceptions wow, that, for the murder of the preborn. And that's why it's disconcerting to hear someone like Tim Michaels saying, yeah, I'm all for, you know, killing the preborn for rape or incest. Mm-hmm. No, we have so much innocent blood we already need to repent of mm-hmm. in this state. And uh, Christians don't vote for candidates who want to shed innocent blood. So understand, no one's being murdered right now. And he's actually advocating beginning to murder them again. Exceptions. 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 Right. It is so wicked. Well, this, and, um, yeah. I was going to say, this political ping pong was going on since 1973, depending on yep. who got in power, who was elected. And th- there was compromise. And then the next party would get in power. Then there'd be more abortion restrictions. And then the Democrats would take back power and then they would eliminate all abortion restrictions. And here we are today, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And now Biden is, is promoting, of course, the uh, chemicals, uh, through the mail. Mail order abortion really is what they're all about. Um, they're going to do whatever they can. This is evil. It's a demonic agenda. And Pastor Matt, this, a lot of this, what we're talking about today is going to point back to the importance of your book that you wrote almost 10 years ago, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates, because they need to interpose. They need to intervene for the people they represent. Share a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Including for the preborn. You know, you could see Congress is already talking about a national law, which they have no 
constitutional authority to make a national law saying you can pre-born or to be murdered in all 50 states. See, our interposition, of course, is huge, and the doctrine continues to grow, and we've watched it continue to grow. In fact, it was even um, demonstrated about a month and a half ago in L.A. County, David, if uh, you can believe that, the bowels of draconianism. They were going to re-up their mask mandate, and they... Um, Four municipalities, they had four municipalities within their county send out press releases immediately saying they would not comply, that they would stand in their position, Pasadena, Beverly Hills, and there were two other ones. And this was supposed to be a done deal, according to the media. The county was going to re-up the mask mandate. But after those four municipalities stood in their position, when the county board met two days later, they did not re-up their mass mandate. So the doctrinalist ministers even reached into wow. L.A. County. Wow. <laughs> I, you know, we've sold a lot of books in L.A. And uh, <laughs> pardon me, in California, as you can imagine, with all that's gone on out there. Yeah. And and the doctrine just continues to ex- expand. You know, about a month and a half ago also, uh, the state of Missouri, we had a phalanx of sheriffs and the attorney general of the state stand in defiance of the um, Biden administration which wants to get the names of every person who conceal carries in the nation. Wow. And unfortunately, most states are going along and providing this information, including our state here in Wisconsin, as you can imagine. And they, um, but we did see in our position um, from, from Missouri, the sheriff said, death first, you're not getting the names of anyone who has carry conceal here in our state, and the Attorney General then joined in the sheriffs and stood in interposition on behalf of the citizens of Missouri also. Hmm. And then, as if that's not enough, yeah. there was just um, yesterday, Canada, Alberta, Canada, oh my goodness. stood in interposition against Trudeau. Trudeau, um, of course, wants to seize everybody's guns in the country of Canada, doing it through mere fiat, through an executive order. And the premier of Alberta, um, Jason Kenney, has declared that Alberta will not comply. Wow. And that they are standing in complete interposition in defiance of this, that it's an immoral, unjust, wrong law, that they have, that Trudeau has no authority to be doing what he's doing to begin with. And, yeah, so we continue to see the doctrine of lesser magistrate. Here's this province of Canada standing in interposition for their citizens so their guns are not removed by the federal government up there in Canada. Wow, praise God for these little developments, Pastor Matt. Uh, I have a T-shirt that I bought when you and I spoke together at a pro-life event about three years ago. Uh, you can get a, more at, at defytyrants.com, but it says Christ is king. So much yes. of this comes down to who is our authority. Can you explain that before we uh, move on? Yeah, well, God has established four great governments. There's family government, church government, and civil government, and they're all meant to produce within the individual self-government. Mm-hmm. And when you have a position of authority in any of the three great governments, family, church, or civil, um, the authority that you possess was delegated to you of God. Therefore, you have a duty to govern according to his rule. Um, when you do contrary to his rule... Um, you abuse your authority, and therefore you to be resisted. So like if a 12-year-old boy was told by his father to go down to the corner 
um, gas station and rob it because if he gets caught, he'll only get a slap on the wrist. But if dad doesn't get caught or go to prison for years, it's right for the 12-year-old boy to say, no, I won't comply with that. And it's no different when it comes to civil government. When the civil authorities abuse their authority, um, they are to be resisted. They are not blithe compliance should not be what is offered to them. Rather, the abuse of their authority needs to be reined in. Understand we're not talking about removing all their authority. That's anarchism. What we're talking about is correcting the abuse of their authority, interposition of the lesser authorities and the people make a huge difference Mm -hmm. when the superior authority is acting lawlessly and doing wickedness in the land. Yeah. Speaking of lawlessly, and by the way, friends, go to defytyrants.com for more information on the book, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates. Um, the Biden Justice Department refuses to arrest pro-abortion terrorists across the country. Now more than 100 uh, places, most of which are pro-life uh, pregnancy centers, and also some churches have been vandalized, firebombed, attacked, and you heard that right, over 100 and no arrests. And now, Matt, I just want to get your response. Last Friday in breaking news, the FBI did raid the home of a pro-life speaker and author, Mark Houck, I believe his name is pronounced, uh, in Philadelphia. Guns drawn, terrorized the kids. Uh, they have homeschooled kids, so they were home. They saw guns pointed at their dad. This is surely an act of intimidation. And uh, for he was doing the interposition out in front of a, an abortion mill in Philadelphia, apparently. And it was dismissed months ago, but somehow this case was picked up by Biden's Justice Department. So, Matt, definitely we are not seeing the scales of justice, and there's no balance there, clearly. And just your thoughts on this. Yeah, I have a chapter in my book on the crumbling rule of law, and that's what that is an example of. The rule of law has been crumbling for a long time in this nation. Mm -hmm. And the Biden administration has decided to use the FBI as like their own little Gestapo, their own little secret police, um, in order to spread terror amongst their political opponents. And um, the FBI has been off course for quite a long time in their mission and how they operate and how they behave. And more and more people are beginning to realize, yeah, we don't live in Mayberry RFD anymore. Hmm. The police are actually being used in a, uh, the FBI also in a very wrong fashion. We saw that, of course, with the hundreds who've been arrested regarding the January 6th event um, back in 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, now here we see it happening. I mean, they went to the former president's house. I mean, this is, they've unleashed the FBI on the nation. And isn't it sad, David, that we've seen no interposition at this point from even one FBI agent mm. standing in interposition, calling out this evil for what it is. There's, there's an interesting line in the article. Um, it's pretty lengthy, but, oh, here we go. His wife um, said they looked, the FBI agents, after his her husband was taken away in handcuffs and the kids were all screaming and traumatized, he said they looked pretty ashamed at what just happened the FBI yeah. agents when they left. So, yeah, they know it's yeah, wrong. They, they, they should. They should look ashamed. I, I read some of the stuff where the um, FBI spokesman was trying to counter what this um, gentleman's wife was saying, and one of them was that she's saying there was 25 agents there, and he said, well, actually, there was only 20. 
Uh, that makes like it better. That right, makes... exactly. <laughs> so, Matt, um, uh, uh, let's let's take a turn now um, before okay. we talk about the problems with the shot and what we're seeing now that the media is not reporting on because they're complicit. You say the duty of Christians comes down to really loving God, hating evil, and loving your neighbors. Yeah. We know what the first two, that's pretty clear, but love your neighbor, that's open for interpretation as far as how, application. So in this case, when people are dying and now children are be- being affected, um, what do we do as Bible-believing Christians? There's now disputed warnings about the shot that's harming children and athletes even. Uh, we did this uh, report a couple weeks ago where athletes have been collapsing in their 20s, very fit people, and now on the Centers for Disease Control website, page 22 of a report, lists the side effects from the COVID-19 shot on children age 12 and under. This was released on September 1st. I've never heard a peep about this in the media. I mean, the, the mainstream media, the Democrat-controlled progressives and globalists in the media. And this, we're talking about headaches, children, headaches, fever, pain, fatigue, chills, uh, pain in extremities, nausea, dizziness, and these are things in children. So before I go to the myocarditis, the inflammation of the heart muscle, I've got uh, some information on that. Matt, your thoughts on how we can love our neighbors and try to fight against this evil? Yeah. Well, I preached a sermon entitled The Shot and the Tyranny of Man. Ended up with over 100,000 views and listens through the various platforms it got put on. Praise God. Um, David. And, yeah, people are interested in listening to that. They can go to uh, sermonaudio.com and just put in my name um, after they hit the speaker button. That's sermonaudio.com, the shot in the tyranny of man. Um, yeah, we just had a gentleman last week, uh, family, I should say, in our church last week, um, her brother, um, pardon me, her nephew, 58 years old, died of myocarditis. Mm. Got the shot because he's in the military. Pressured and pressured and pressured and pressured. Held out for a year not getting that thing. Ends up getting it and just falls over dead mm. in the kitchen of myocarditis. And so the heart thing. So we're showing love to our neighbor by informing them, don't get this shot, stand true to it. And when we stand true not to getting the shot, we help people to stand also. Um, most people just comply. They're mm-hmm. weak. Um, you know, they say it's your job or the shot, and they go, oh, i got to keep my job. And so they go along with it. When we stand true, and the only reason we stand true is because, A, we love God, mm-hmm. and our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Secondly, um, we hate evil. <laughs> when we've done a little research, we see how evil this whole thing is. It's steeped in evil. And God calls upon us in Psalm 97, you love the Lord, hate evil. And then also we are called upon by Christ to love our neighbor as ourselves. And so we have a duty to stand for what's true and what's right and not join in a lie and just go along to get along and say that love has to do with, you know, um, complying with everything the state says, mm. we have a duty to tell people the truth. And when we do that, we're showing love to them. Paul, in the, um, you know, love chapter, um, 1 Corinthians 13, states that love rejoices 
in the truth. Okay, it doesn't rejoice in lies or aiding and abetting lies or violating the ninth commandment and bearing false witness. So to show love to people, we need to get the truth out about what this shot is. There's yes. still people running around getting the booster shots. Yep. And that's astounding when we have so much more information, but it proves, Pastor Matt, I think a lot of people made up their minds very early before doing the research or really understanding what this was all about. And that we're talking about not only the, the medical aspect, but the demonic agenda of the globalists. Um, but we're looking at children here, and now there's a new thing. They're being uh, COVID-19 is being blamed for harming and killing young children. Uh, the medical profession is calling this when... Otherwise, healthy young adults die. Sudden arrhythmic death syndrome. Of course, they've got a solution, or they've got terminology for anything, right? They do. Yeah, and they've created a whole new host of maladies in order to cover up the um, killing that's gone on here. Mm -hmm. um, this is no small matter. No. And um, the media and our government is doing everything they can to cover it mm -hmm. and to put it under the rug. Fortunately, praise be to God, there's people who aren't going to rest. And um, one of them is Karen Mueller, who actually ran for attorney general here in our state. And um, she's done incredible work. Most lawyers won't help anyone who's either been harmed by the shot or killed by the death protocols when they went to the hospital um, because there's no money in it, because the government granted immunity to all these organizations, health organizations, hospitals, uh, pharmaceutical companies, all of immunity granted to them. So because there's not money attached, the vast majority of attorneys want nothing to do with it. Hmm. She's one of the few with her Amos um, group there that is actually doing yeoman's work to uncover the wickedness and evil that's gone on here. And it's been happening with people around the country. God's put it in their heart. They cannot rest um, until they expose the evil that's been done, done here, because there's been hundreds of thousands who've been harmed, um, uh, millions who've been harmed, and hundreds of thousands who've been killed. Yes, and you can find that information at openvares.com. Do you have other sources that you're getting information from, Matt? Yeah, um, but I don't have any that I come to mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, in one of your recent videos, it was just a four-, five-, six-minute video um, it explained how the it changes your DNA, the mRNA mm -hmm. gets. It, it, there's some fascinating things that I don't think a lot of people understood, but now we can say we we can't say we we don't know. We can't say we no longer understand or know because the information is out there. So Matt, we just have a minute left, but just your your closing thoughts on how you can encourage people to fight. Sure. Yeah. Well, if people are interested in that video you're referring to. We make one to five minute videos, keep it short, know people's time's important. And they can go to rumble.com. Our channel is Defy Tyrants. Rumble.com, Defy Tyrants is our channel. We have a channel at YouTube also. But yeah, this matter of um, mRNA, changing our DNA, hmm. you were a fool and a buffoon if you believed that. That's what the media said for a year and a half. And Sweden has proven that it's actually true. Um, that it does change our DNA. So, yeah, look into those things. Yes. Matt, thank you for your time today. Missionaries to the Preborn and the Book Friends, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate. We appreciate your work, brother. God bless you and stay strong. Thank you. God bless you. All right. We'll continue on these topics when we come back on Stand Up for the Truth.
Your monthly financial support of StandUpForTheTruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up For The Truth with David Fiorazzo. I've got a quote from William Wilberforce. And before I share that quote with you, you know, it was Christians that helped abolish slavery in America. Um, one of the first nations, if not the first nation that abolished slavery. But that's not what you're hearing in the public school system or university system today about American history. But it was Christians through the body of Christ, the teachings of the Bible about every life made in the image of God that helped fight the evil of slavery. And thanks to Abraham Lincoln and many others. But William Wilberforce once said, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never again say that you did not know. That's what I was referring to when I was closing that interview with Pastor Matt Truella, that when it comes to whatever evil, and by the way, I just love his, sim- his very simple application of the duty of Christians. Love God. And that's the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. So the duty of Christians, Matt Truella said, love God, hate evil, and love your neighbor. I think we, we don't understand the hate evil part. I don't think we understand fully the importance of exposing deeds of darkness and not compromising and standing up for truth. Um, so I want to go back to these articles now. There's an article about sudden cardiac death published earlier this year, and they were looking at the number of sudden deaths that hovered around 10 fatalities a year goes back for decades when it comes to sudden cardiac death. Then in 2021, last year, the health experts documented 325 such deaths, sudden cardiac death. And then their study caused them to look at myocarditis. What is that? It's inflammation of the heart muscle. And then that caused, because of the COVID vaccine, the shot, the jab, the Centers for Disease Control to belatedly admit that myocarditis is a side effect of the shot and not COVID-19 misinformation. There are people in the media There are people in the Biden administration. There are people in government. There are people that maybe live near you, even some Christians, that will go to their grave saying any negative news about the vaccines is misinformation. And that's sad, friends. That's sad. And that's the effect, or that's the result of effective propaganda, right? So I don't have time to share this whole article. I'm just going to put it in today's blog at StandUpForTheTruth.com. But one more thing, um, the, um, according to Matt Staver and Liberty Council, um, the public is just now learning about some of this danger, and that's sad as well. Um, suddenly you're getting blood clots, pulmonary emboli, and myocarditis, and all these other neurological disorders. Um and then cancers that are very sudden and metast how to say it? metastatic metastasis and they metastasize <laughs> there's another word there um but in a study that was pretty eye opening released september 1st the cdc that federal agency found 50 to 60% of children 
reported a systemic reaction to either the first shot or to a booster. Let me say that again. CDC, take it up with them. 50 to 60% of children reported a systemic reaction to the first shot or to a booster. More than 13,000 children, ranging from babies to young adults. In one graph, 57,048 children ages 12 and under reported minor symptoms. And so we, I mentioned those earlier in the first segment of children's symptoms after getting the shot. In one graph, 57,000. So Matt Staver at Liberty Council, they've been fighting the C- CDC, the, the COVID shot mandates for two years. And now the CDC is admitting the vaccines are not safe for children. Did you hear me? They're admitting it. These aren't my words. Go look it up. Do your research so you, you can be informed when you talk about this with people who are uninformed. And they're calling you the purveyor of misinformation, right? Um, there's multiple sources now coming out with the same kind of conclusion. And these, friends, are significant injuries and even death that they can't put up to chance. Or as Matt said, they're creating new names. Sudden, what was that? Sudden infant death or whatever. And then another one, there's sudden arrhythmic death syndrome, SADS. Uh, remember we reported on Canada last month, came up with the, the new number one. Now, this is true, the new number one cause of death in Canada on this list. Um, it was dementia, and then I think it was a cancer or a heart issue. The new number one cause of death is unknown causes. What do you think that's about? Okay. Now, we need to move on, but before we do, did you know that the mRNA jab against COVID-19 is not technically a vaccine? Now, I know most of you already understand this. You get this. Please be patient for the next three minutes or so for our newer listeners who are just now finding out about some of this. So be patient with them. That's part of loving your neighbor as well. Being patient that some people are just now catching up to what you've been trying to explain for years or you knew for years. So all mRNA COVID-19 gene therapy jabs are still in phase three clinical trials. What does that mean? We're the experiment. <laughs> really. It takes years and years and years of experimentation, of, of, um, research and clinical trials to perfect, so to speak, a vaccine. Next, there are zero long-term studies completed. How could they? Right? Zero long-term studies. But the media will swear by the vaccine. So will most corporations. And the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. The, the pharmaceutical industry, they're, they're making out like bandits, and so are the stockholders. And, and this is, goes so deep into hospital administrations. You've had Scott Shera tell you on this podcast how much money they make from every, at that time during COVID, every COVID death, every person put on a ventilator, every person given the protocol, Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Hospitals were making this. If you, hey, if you don't believe that's true, we just talked yesterday about Vanderbilt University, the doctors at Vanderbilt saying, hey, this transgender ideology, these operations, these surgeries are big money makers for us. Who's us? The medical industry. 
doctors. They're hospitals, Vanderbilt. So that's now in under investigation in Tennessee. But I reported on that yesterday a little bit here and on the show Educated, stayeducated.org. Um, we try to kind of uh, do it in a light approach, but it's heavy when you're talking about damaging children for life. So next, the COVID-19 gene therapy jab, the shot, is the leading cause of myocarditis in children. I just shared with you that the CDC has now admitted as such. COVID-19 gene therapy jabs for kids, in some cases adults under 30, they've been stopped in Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Iceland, France, Japan. Why? They're citing myocarditis concerns, inflammation of the heart muscle. What about America? All right, I'll let you come to your conclusions. Now, we've got to move on to the, um, we've got to finish up with that topic we mentioned earlier. Before we do that, before we do that, I have to share one other thing. Um, there's an article. Before we get to the FBI raid of a, a home of a pro-life speaker and author with guns drawn, as I mentioned in the first segment, it happened last Friday at his home, 7 a.m. Kids were there. I think they have seven kids. They're homeschooled. And uh, the FBI, 20 FBI agents with guns drawn, really? Christians do not repay evil for evil. We'll get to that in a minute. And we'll talk about the progress. And I got quotes, up-to-date quotes from Julian Appling at Wisconsin Family Council. We uh, spoke recently in the last couple of days, so I put that in an article. My new article is called Biden Justice Department Refuses to Arrest Pro-Abortion Terrorists. And like I said, there are more than 100 cases now across the country in the last four months. No arrests. And Julian said in the Madison case where her office was firebombed, no person of interest. Interesting. All right, so we'll get to that in a minute. But first, I've got to go to a very disturbing story over at The Blaze. Jason Whitlock, I don't know if you saw this. I wouldn't recommend you watching it because it is graphic. It's wrong, it's vile, and it is demonic. But Jason Whitlock calls for an exorcism after female rappers' shocking lyrics glorify abortion. Whitlock found himself momentarily speechless after hearing lyrics from female rapper TNFW Neek, N-I-Q-U-E. I have no idea who this woman is. TNFW. Anyway, um, her song BDF. It's a remix, uh, apparently. And a BDF, by the way, what is that an acronym for? Baby Daddy Free. It's a song about abortion or, as the rapper honestly described it, murder. Murder. She's glorifying murder. You you would not believe this? I, you probably won't believe me. I, I, I watched the video so you don't have to. They're twerking and they're doing all this disgusting stuff outside of a Planned Parenthood in the video. So uh, they're showering money, paper currency, over a dancer who's, you know, just dancing suggestively and all this. And the song spells out the word abort in the chorus. Uh, Jason Whitlock told his audience that the devil has a hold on us in America. He said the abortion song featured in the video proves that America desperately needs salvation. The female rapper's lyrics 
paint a dark portrait of a 25-year-old woman saying she has murder on her mind and that she is glad she had an abortion. They're calling it Baby Daddy Free. Baby Daddy Free, BDF. He asserted that, quote, we need an exorcism. And he described rap culture as being in the clutches of Satan. God bless him. If you don't follow Jason Whitlock, uh, he is... I admire him as a truth proclaimer and defender, and he's at The Blaze TV. Um, look up Jason Whitlock. He used to be, I think, with ESPN, or I think. So that's all I can say about that. It is so disgusting and despicable, and it's in your face to God, right? It's thumbing your nose, flipping off God, and saying, hey, I got murder on my mind. I'm going to get that baby out of me so I can live my life. I'm baby daddy free, BDF. That's all I'll say about that. So now I've got five minutes before the break, so let's jump into this article that's new. Um, Last Thursday, you may remember if you listen to this podcast every day, I interviewed CEO of Compass Care in Buffalo, New York, Jim Harden, to get an update on the firebombing of his pro-life medical office that took place June 7. Next Saturday is October. On June 7, there were criminals captured on security cameras. It was handed over to the police, and it's going on four months. You can draw your own conclusion there. But it only took four days, in contrast, listen to this, to arrest a a pro-life, apparently, man in Kalamazoo, Michigan, who allegedly attacked a Planned Parenthood on August 31st. Four days. That was fast. Julianne Appling, Wisconsin Family Council in Madison offices, firebomb. That's going on five months. Um, Jim Harden in Buffalo, New York, Compass Care, their office. They don't have any arrests. That's going on four months. So this arrest took four days. The case is being prosecuted by the assistant U.S. attorney. No comment from the FBI and Justice Department. So Joe Biden's FBI director, his name is Christopher Ray. W-R-A-Y. He was recently asked how many domestic terrorism investigations the FBI is currently pursuing involving attacks on over 100 pro-life organizations, pregnancy centers, and churches across the country in the last four months. His answer, I don't have that number. Compass Care CEO Jim Harden said, yeah, the number is zero. In stark contrast to the swift justice given to the single isolated attack on an abortion business, There have been no arrests of over 100 cases. Harden commented on the Michigan arrest of the 25-year-old in our two-tiered justice system. And he said, if Joshua Beerenton did commit this crime, now remember, he, he apparently he was against Planned Parenthood, this Joshua guy. If he did commit this crime, he's no better than Jane's Revenge. In other words, you don't set fire to someone's door or roof because you don't agree with their politics, even if it is demonic. He said, Christian pro-lifers do not repay evil for evil, but law enforcement must enforce the law equally. And then James Harden said, if the FBI can find out where a Duraflame log was purchased using ashes in order to arrest this criminal within days, I don't need to be a police investigator to know what that the FBI has, at best, shirked their responsibilities regarding the brutal firebombing 
of Compass Care's Buffalo Medical Office, end quote. Now, I've also interviewed Jelaine, Jelaine Appling, Wisconsin Family Action. She's the president. Um, her Madison office attacked on May 8. Jane's Revenge put their autograph, their signature on the outside of the building, Jane's Revenge. And they said, if abortions aren't safe, neither are you. And they've, uh, by the way, they ushered, uh, offered a death threats to Jim Harden and others. Um, they're taking credit for that attack. Nearly five months later, still no arrests. In a statement declaring the Madison, Wisconsin Police Department should protect all city residents, Wisconsin Family Action just filed a public records request with the department as well as with godless governor Tony Evers seeking information on the arson attack. According to the press release, quote, we have been fully cooperative with all levels of law enforcement, ATF, FBI, and MPD, Madison Police Department. We are not against law enforcement in any way, but we do believe this attack merits aggressive investigation. Wisconsinites deserve to feel safe no matter their political views. Isn't that the state of things across the country? All. What what happened to justice for all? Liberty and justice for all. Remember those words? Wisconsin Family Action, by the way, is offering up to a $5,000 reward for any information leading to the arrest and conviction of those responsible for the terrorist act in May. This dereliction of duty in the Biden administration was also addressed. We'll get to this in a minute. By dozens of congressmen last week, they introduced a bill accusing Democrats of ignoring the massive crime spree, which they are, godlessness, lawlessness, including death threats and the massive damage done to many facilities across the country. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. This is something that they are investigating. They're they're offering legislation. We are thankful for those who are trying to interpose and stand in the gap and try to get to the truth. We're asking for justice for all. Do you understand? We're in a very dangerous time in America when it's selective justice. So more on this when we come back on Stand Up For The Truth. Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo. Okay, i got to go back to this real quick. I just noticed something I forgot to share with you um, at the beginning of that, that last segment. And uh, the CDC actually changed the definition of vaccine, right? They changed it last September. Wait, yeah, 2021. It used to be... The understanding of vaccine used to be this, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease, protecting the person from that disease. Vaccines are usually administered through needle injections, but also can be administered. So the new definition, a preparation that is used to simulate the body's immune response against diseases. Do you see how subtle that may sound? used to stimulate the body's immune response. The other definition, they see they're lowering the expectations of this vaccine and the effectiveness of what they're putting out there now. The former definition, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a disease, protecting the person from that disease. That was the old or the actual definition of vaccine. Now, again, a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response 
against diseases. Doesn't say you're protecting. Doesn't say you're affecting the immune system. It's just to try to stimulate the body's immune response. You might be able to stimulate. You might not be able to get the immune response stimulated. But uh, so it's, you know, flip a coin. You may or may not. Then the new definition. Oh, Lord. All right. So back to this story. And again, I'll put it in today's blog at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Representative Chris Smith, of course, Republican, introduced the Protect Pregnancy Care Centers Act last Monday, hoping that the bill will help hold the Biden White House Justice Department and FBI accountable for its obligation to prosecute felons and criminals who are inflicting terror and vandalizing or destroying vital pro-life resources. He said this, quote, pregnancy care centers across the country have suffered a surge of violent attacks. That's true. Firebombing, true. Vandalism, true. By pro-abortion activists in, in a coordinated effort in the last four months, right, since the threat of Roe v. Wade, to intimidate frontline volunteers and licensed medical professionals providing clinical, I'm sorry, critical support to mothers in need and to their unborn. Now, in contrast to many untrained volunteers at some Planned Parenthoods and big abortion businesses across the country, a total of 10,215 licensed medical professionals are serving women at pro-life pregnancy resource centers across the country. Over 10,000 licensed medical professionals. Emphasize that. Because there's a lot of lies. Elizabeth Warren, The View, they're putting out a lot of lies in the media about pro-life pregnancy resource centers or crisis pregnancy centers. That equates to about one out of every six people who work or volunteer at a pro-life pregnancy center. They want to protect the lives of, of the woman's health or and of the baby, protecting both mother and child. According to the Charlotte Lozier Institute, America's pro-life centers have saved more than 818,000 babies from abortion in the last four years. Actually, that was between 2016 and 2020. More than 818,000. Praise God for the work that these pro-life pregnancy centers do. And now they're being by firebombed and, and vandalized and threatened. And there's no justice. There's no follow-up from law enforcement. That's on purpose. And again, it's not the problem just with law enforcement. They're taking their orders, I guess. But this new legislation calls out the administration for failing to identify and investigate the crimes. Um, They're neglecting the pursuit of justice. And we're talking about hundreds of victims across the country. So in addition, at least five letters have been sent to Attorney General Merrick Garland by congressmen and state attorneys general demanding his attention. Now, it seems obvious Democrats would rather stoke the flames of division in the country, thinking that that's going to help them in the midterms. And they're helping cultivate a hostile environment in America and in our culture and the public square than to do their jobs and serve all American citizens. They're lying if they say they do. They serve. Oh, yeah, we're trying to unify. We're the great unifiers. We're serving all Americans. That's right. Liars. It seems obvious. Um, In their extensive report, by the way, Life News did this, and they concluded the FBI and state police have yet to confirm any arrests in connection to numerous attacks on pro-life organizations and or churches. 
on just a handful, Maryland, Washington, Oregon, Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, New York, North Carolina, Colorado, Virginia, Fox News followed up on this story and confirmed the same thing. So, bottom line, this administration has done little to stop the violence. But instead, what are they doing? They've been aggressively working to expand the number of abortions, the murder of the unborn across the country. That's their agenda. We've said it before. I stand by it. It is demonic. It is sacrificing your children on the altar of Molech. It is demonic. It's child sacrifice. And they're promoting it. And our tax dollars go to fund it. Again, more than $600 million. That's over half a billion of our tax dollars go to Planned Parenthood every year. Can you imagine, any, is there anything else? Is there any Christian organization, nonprofit, um, let's just say Samaritan's Purse, um, uh, any, anyway, think of any, you know, Salvation Army, that's, let's just say Samaritan's Purse, because that's a, some people don't like it because of Frank, Franklin Graham. Can you imagine over a half a billion dollars in our tax dollars going to fund, help fund Samaritan's Purse? The left would have a heyday. They would get that struck down in less than a month, you know, whether by executive order or by legislation, blocking legislation and the funding of a Christian organization. But here we've got Planned Parenthood being funded by our tax dollars continually for decades now. All right. That was a little side note. Sorry. No, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) So um, so on top of this, and I'm going to wrap this up. In July, pro-abortion U.S. House Democrats, literally, they blocked a resolution condemning violent attacks across the country on pro-life pregnancy centers and churches and vandalism. They blocked this resolution condemning the attacks. In other words, they're not condemning the attacks. They're not going on record. Just like in 2020 when godlessness and lawlessness reigned in our city streets, Hundreds of millions of dollars in damage across the country. Black Lives Matter, Antifa, useful idiots, Marxists. They caused a lot of damage. Murders, business owners, many of them who who were um, minority business owners, they lost their businesses. Some were murdered on our streets. Police precincts were taken over. Cars were bombed, police cars. And they did not condemn the violence. There, there's Matt Truella said it right. We've got a new time we're dealing with here in America of of godlessness and lawlessness, and it has been left unchecked to a large degree. So remember in November, friends, this should get you off your chair. (laughs) This should get you off your comfortable seat and to go out and vote and uh, vote them out of office. That is still the privilege we have. Now, I know you're going to say, ah, voter fraud. I know it's a massive problem in America. It was never worse than in 2020. But if just 10% more Christians and church-going Americans went out to vote, the, the election wouldn't even be close, statewide, nationwide. So vote them out of office, those who are following demonic platforms or agendas or promote the murder of the unborn. And please raise awareness about all injustice. We focus, we, I said something earlier, liberty and justice for all. Isn't that an important concept? Liberty and justice for all. Well, not according to this administration. And that's the sad fact of it. And we've got documentation to prove it. No arrests, no 
And Julian Appling said, not even a person of interest. And by the way, um, they turned over surveillance footage in Buffalo, New York, of the Crisis Care Pregnancy Center. Um, Jim Harden turned over. They can't get it back. On that surveillance footage, it shows people that firebombed their facility, and they can't get the footage back. It's really absolutely stunning. It is really stunning. Because they, they just wanted to see if there's anybody they knew, anybody that they could identify from the community that that bombed their facility. And anyway, so let's go on to the next one here. Four minutes left, five minutes. Stacey Abrams, another liar. She said there's no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks in the womb. So let, let's go back to the foundation here. When does life begin? Now, the former CEO of Planned Parenthood says for her children, life began at delivery. In other words, when they were out of the womb, cut the umbilical cord, they were delivered, that's when they, that's when they were alive. They'll, you know what? Scientists will bend over backwards to try to find evidence of microscopic organisms on Mars to say, hey, there's life on Mars. And we can't admit it's a living, growing human person in a pregnant mom's womb. So, Stacey Abrams, there's no heartbeat. Even if it, let's, let's just say she was right, which she's wrong. But let, even scientists and doctors have come out and said, okay, come on. Only naive people are going to believe that. But there's a lot of uninformed, ignorant people in this country, right? Sadly, they vote. Um, so doctors are saying, no, 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 this, there is a heartbeat. But even if she, let's just say she was right, regardless of when the heart starts, stops beating, dead things don't grow. Repeat after me, dead things don't grow. So even if the heart started beating at, I don't know, eight weeks or nine weeks, it's still, a, a, it's still life, human life. The fetus, do you know the Latin meaning for the word fetus is offspring? I've said that before many times on this podcast. The Latin word for is or little one, offspring or little one. That's a little baby, guys. That's a little baby. Go to the Bible. Let's, let that be. If we're Christians, let that be our standard. The Bible is our authority, okay? Now, so the claim, oh, what she must have said that on The View. <laughs> I don't, do I beat up on The View too much? Deservedly so. Um, so, I don't need to get into all that. Do I with you with you guys? If this was a different audience, I'd go in and I'd explain this, and I'd go and talk about what doctors say, the scientific and, and the ultrasounds and all that. But you guys know all that. But even beyond that, um, you know that it's a human life, and you know it's wrong um, by God's law: "Thou shalt not murder." Um, that went away pretty fast, didn't it? Remember that when they removed Ten Commandments. After they removed prayer in the Bible and uh, from public schools. So in human embryos, it says the heart begins to beat at about 22 to 23 days with blood flow beginning the fourth week. Yeah, the heart is therefore one of the earliest and functioning organs. This is according to the University of New South Wales, Australia. Uh, this isn't a, a Christian organization or church. This is a university that says, okay, Let's look at the science. All right, good. They've admitted. So them, and I've got all these bullet points. I could go on, but Stacey Abrams is lying. 
and she knows she can get away with it because a lot of people won't follow up. They'll just believe her because she's a woman of influence, right, running in Georgia. Um, so we, I just don't have time to get into any other story here, but I do want to just thank you for getting, helping get people engaged. And, you know, they're coming for us. They're censoring us. They're trying to shut us down. They're saying what we are talking about is misinformation. And I'm not talking about just this podcast, Stand Up For The Truth. I'm talking about pastors, uh, truth proclaimers and defenders, the word of God when it comes to creation, when it comes to male and female, when it comes to marriage and family. Jesus defined it. Go to Mark, read Mark chapter 10 and how Jesus responded. He affirmed Genesis. He affirmed creation. He affirmed gender, just male and female. He affirmed marriage and family. And so take it up with Jesus. But remember, Vimeo uh, just banned Liberty Pastors. Paul Blair, Dan Fisher, we mentioned that last week, I think. Um, We've been shadow banned on Facebook. So do what you can. If you're on social media, do what you can to share the truth. Do what you can. Don't go overboard trying to, don't be frustrated and surprised actually when they try to silence you. That's just what they're doing. It's communist policy. When they're putting ahead one narrative like the media and the left and the globalists and the Democrat socialists in the country are putting ahead one media, they're putting that out there and they silence the other view, the opposing view or the biblical worldview on any topic. That's communist policy. And friends, that is in America. It's happening. It's not over. We are here for such a time as this. Thank God. Well, sometimes life is but a vapor. Goes, oh boy. I, you think, boy, I wish life wasn't so short. I'm thinking, man, I life is but a vapor. Thank God we get to be with Jesus soon. That's our blessed hope, friends. So take heart. Um, believe in God. Believe in Christ. Trust the Holy Spirit in you. Tomorrow, Dr. Lee Merritt, it will be a repeat broadcast because it is Wednesday. We've got our staff meeting. Most Wednesdays are replays. So Dr. Lee Merritt, it's a great interview if you haven't heard that. Senator Andre Jock from Wisconsin in office, in studio (laughs) on Thursday. God bless you, and as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter.